0: Giving Pittsburgh
1: a better alternative. Yeah. <laughs> extra, extra, reading the issue. Raw news, unapologetic, no tissue. Catch the wave, the flow for a certain. Nothing put you in like a Pittsburgh current. Free from influence, nothing less than. No flexing, aim for aggression. We cover news, politics, all forms, and entertainment that comes in all sources. everybody in the whole wide world this is the (laughs) 10 yeah gee okay (laughs) this is the Pittsburgh current podcast I'm Pittsburgh current editor and publisher Charlie Deach. and uh, we have a fun show today for sure Um, I think it'll be a great show also but it will definitely be fun anytime that uh, Allegheny council person at large Bethany Hallam is here it is always gonna be a fun time Bethany welcome to the Pittsburgh current podcast thanks for having me Charlie Thank you for coming, and I do want to say though that today the Pittsburgh Current podcast is sponsored by Jazz HR. Struggling to hire, headquartered in the heart of Pittsburgh, Jazz HR helps you find and hire the most the mo- more qualified candidates faster than ever. And we'll have more on those guys later. Um, so how are you? Uh, how are you doing, Bethany Hallam, new councilperson at large? How's how have things been going since you're swearing in? It's been a lot. Yeah. I, it's great. I mean, everybody told me
0: when I was running for office that campaigning and governing, legislating are right. completely different things. Right. And I just kinda brushed them off. But <laughs> they were right. So it's yeah. it's the campaigning times 10 yeah. because you're still campaigning you're still going to all the events you're still Mm -hmm. you know shaking hands and kissing babies but now you're also working on policy which is what i ran to be able to do
1: right it's like the it's like the awesome engagement and now you're married and you're like jesus christ this guy's this guy's (laughs) gonna this guy's gonna be more work than i thought he is (laughs) exactly like that so what uh what kind of challenges or what's different is there anything that that sort of took you as Maybe you weren't expecting, or that was different than you thought it would be. As you as you took over, what was the biggest sort of culture shock to you?
0: Well, there was a lot, I'm but I'd sure. say I'd say the biggest thing is just kind of being more in the public eye mm-hmm. now and yeah. having people scrutinize every single thing that I say, yeah. that I do, votes that I make. Um, I think I've had one vote so far, and it's right. already been you know. Right. So I mean, I guess I expected that. Um, luckily, I mean, I've had a lot of elected officials yeah. who kind of prepped me yeah. for this prior so i'm lucky to have had that but yeah all the explanation in is, the world can't prepare right. you for what it's actually thinking, like
1: is there any sort of preparation that could be done to prepare you for actually being thrown into the mix
0: no i mean don't read facebook comments that is like the best <laughs> advice i got i did not take the advice,
1: I was gonna say, you because no. you, you have to, right? You I have, have to, to read the comments. Well, you know,
0: you have that little alert on your Facebook mm-hmm. app, and you don't want to not right. look at it, right? And what if it's something that you want to tell yeah. someone to go fight back for? you Right, about, you exactly, know?
1: exactly. When you see your name pop up, you're like, oh, so and so, but so and so doesn't like me, but what? maybe they've changed their mind. They, they never change their they mind, they but. do not change <laughs> their mind. Yes, so let's talk about your first vote and bit of controversy. Oh, yeah. um, it was for the presidency of Allegheny County Council mm-hmm. so walk me through that a little bit you apparently made a vote that people aren't happy about right Let's talk a little bit about that
0: so luckily I was prepared for that part yeah uh, that was something again a piece of advice I'd be given I had been given like you'll never be as popular as you are when you were first elected right as soon as you make your first vote, you're already turning right. some people off. People are never going to agree with everything you do. Sure. Um, the hard part was that it was a lot of my hardcore supporters, people who knocked a lot of doors for yeah. me, who were always supporting me on social media, and then all of a sudden, one vote, and it it was <laughs> like <laughs> that. Yeah. Um, so I think that it was confusing to a lot of people because they see you know, myself and Councilwoman Olivia Bennett mm-hmm. as being the new progressive voices yeah. on council, which we are and which we are going sure. to be. Um, and so they assumed that we were going to vote a certain way. Um, but the reality was that it, it's not just about who calls themselves a progressive and that's who deserves right. our vote, right? Right, yeah. You know, um, or who who says that they're going to support certain things. Like, we were diligent in our decision-making. We spent weeks leading up to the presidency vote talking because yeah. something that's been important to us is we want to make sure that people know we are a block, right? right? We, we share the same values. You know, we're fighting for the same causes. So we have been a team throughout all of this. I mean, throughout the campaign and now being in elected office. Yeah. And so, you know, we talked a lot of people wanted to be president. It wasn't sure. just the two people yeah. that it came down to right. at the end um and so you yeah, remind I, the
1: folks who those were oh
0: yeah uh, Paul Klein mm-hmm. and Pacatina were the two that we ended up voting between at yeah. the meeting but I mean prior to that uh Bob Macy wanted to be president right. DeWitt Walton there was a lot of people who I mean Nick Futolas who was the former vice president right. of council so there was a lot of people who were interested in the presidency um but at the end of the day that's who it came down to those two and I think the vote ended up being split what nine to 6 mm-hmm. Uh, Because that was another big argument of ours was even if we voted the other way. Right. Paquatino was still president. Right. Right. But really what happened was he presented the best plan to support what we, our idea was of what we wanted to accomplish right. on council, right? We wanted to make sure first and foremost that county council was independent of any other branch in county right. government, specifically of the county executive. Mm-hmm. That was something that we have talked about since day one of the campaign, sure. right? No more rubber stamp. Right. Um, the other thing we wanted to do is we wanted to make sure that progressive legislation had an opportunity to, to survive, right? right. We've seen too many times legislation dies in committee, right? And for anybody who yeah. doesn't know how it works, The bill gets introduced, the president sends it to a committee, and it can die in the committee if the chair of the committee doesn't allow it out. Right. Right? So we saw that happen with the conversion therapy ban last Mm -hmm. year. It never even came up for a vote. So um, President Katina's first order of business was – No more bills will die in committee. I won't allow it to happen. Wow. So right there, right off the bat. How do you vote against that? Exactly. Um, Another thing was proclamations. We said that we wanted to make sure that we weren't wasting council time on just unnecessary proclamations because all the meetings that I'd gone to over the past year, that was all they
1: did. Yeah, let me tell you, if anybody's (laughs) ever been to a county council or a Tuesday city council meeting, there are... City, I, I probably covered more city council over the years than, than county council, although every time I go to a county council meeting, there are 75 people in line, either for a proclamation and then for public comment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are proclamations. City council, for example, they start at least a half hour late. And then sometimes proclamations can go an hour or more, and county council also because you you're now dealing with a bigger a bigger area of people okay. to honor, and so you have the um, you know you have this kind of open open form, and it's it's a lot. So so what what's the so what are you guys going to do about that? And exactly?
0: when you have too many, it kind of dilutes the importance right. of the ones that you do have. Right. I'm not saying at all let's get rid of them, but right, we don't need to have 20 proclamations every day yeah and do you have it's your 47th birthday do you need a county council (laughs) proclamation for that do you know what i mean i just i don't understand the relevance of that so yeah so what he said is that we're going to greatly limit the amount of proclamations that we do per meeting
1: or in general in
0: general so so we were originally talking about like do we have a set number per meeting but then that doesn't really make sense because what if there's some big events all within a two-week period, and then there's not right. two weeks later. So just in general, to kind of limit it and make sure that they have value, that when somebody gets a county right. council proclamation, they know it means So something. when
1: you vote and say it's Blonox Day, goddammit, it's Blonox it Day, and Blonox that's Day, it. Blonox Day, yes. <laughs> um, but one of the things, and again, things sort of run together up here, as you know, um, but one of one of the main issues also wasn't it wasn't it something with the county police review board, which we'll talk about to at length, with in your vote for presidency. Yeah. What was that? Talk about that a little bit.
0: Well, it was more their criticism. Right. Of it, right. So obviously before that was a big issue to myself and Liv Bennett. Right. So yeah. it's something that we talked about a lot before is we wanted to make sure that the legislation that we had priorities on our list was going to be able to mm-hmm. pass. Yeah. Depending on who was the president. Um, Councilman Katina openly voted against right. the, the legislation that was introduced last year. Right. Um, Councilman Klein voted for it. So I think that that's kind of where it brought in a lot of confusion. People looked at the face of that. Exactly. They just saw a yes vote for a piece of legislation we agree with, a no vote for a piece of legislation we agree with. How could you go with the no vote? And the reality is, I think that the current legislation needs changed. Right. So the same piece of legislation that was introduced last year that failed was actually just reintroduced at our meeting on Tuesday night. Yes. Same legislation as before nothing's been changed. You know, I've been very vocal about the fact that I am 100% a supporter of a police review board, but I want to make sure that it is an effective piece of legislation. Right. It's not just, you know, some ordinance that we're going to pass and then no one ever, nothing ever comes of it. Right. You know, so that's not what we want. And that's what I, I'm afraid that this current piece of legislation is. Right. So um, I actually just got a... a position on the Public Safety Committee. Mm-hmm. Liv Bennett is the chair of the Public Safety Committee. So we're going to be able to work together with the other members of the Public Safety Committee yeah. to make sure that we put the best piece of legislation forward, whether it's amending the current legislation that was introduced or whether it's introducing a whole new piece of legislation that actually has the teeth that a police review board needs to right. have to be effective. It needs subpoena power, cross-examination power, you know, things that aren't included right. currently.
1: Right. The, um, the president... He appoints. This is a city council, but he in county council as well. He appoints the committee chairs.
0: Correct. So he runs the meeting. Right. He sets the agenda. He appoints
1: the committee chairs. Right. So when you look at, you know, and again, I don't know if there were negotiations or whatever, but when you look at what you came away with, which was a, a promise not to let bills die in committee, and B, live Bennett as chair of the committee, which yes. will ultimately send how can you how can you vote no Exactly
0: yeah. um I am now the chair of the appointment review committee yeah. which is all the appointments in Allegheny County Right. So that's the health board and that's the port authority board and right. that's the CCAC board and that's I mean there's so many Alcasan um, right. conservation district there's so many appointed positions yeah. all around Allegheny County and I get to help make sure that the yeah. best people are in those positions. And I
1: actually want to – that's actually a very interesting point you brought up. I want to talk about that. But mm-hmm. I was just flashed a note that said that I guess it is official reports are coming out that – Mike Terzai, Speaker of the House Mike Terzai, Republican uh, Speaker of the House Mike Terzai, is not seeking reelection. Is he uh,
0: resigning, though? Because that's different.
1: Uh, well, that's not out – that's still up in the air. Okay. He does have a press conference at 11, and as uh, – we have uh, the other Bethany, Bethany Rue, uh, monitoring this situation. So as soon as we have more, we'll we'll bring that we'll bring, we'll bring that to you.
0: I'm very excited about that because you know, like, that's my neighborhood, right? Yeah. So I'm in Sarah Annamarado's district, but I'm the last street in her district. Mike Terzide's district starts right in my backyard, <laughs> backyard you know? Yeah. So that's a lot of my friends and family members right. and, you know, people I've been involved with politically live in that district. Yeah. This is
1: huge. Yeah.
0: This is huge. So so I don't know if people kind of understand if we can talk about this for a yeah, minute.
1: Yeah, no, please. I have some thoughts, too.
0: Yeah, so um, – if he resigns versus not seeking reelection, retiring, two super different situations, right. right? So I don't know if a lot of people realize why that matters. So if he resigns right now, today, or effective tomorrow, or whenever, whenever it is, yeah. um, the way that it works is it'll be a vacant seat, and the Republican committee will choose the candidate. Mm -hmm. If he waits till the end of the term and just doesn't seek reelection, then it will be a non-incumbent running against Emily Skopov is the only Democrat declared so far for that race. Right. So it's actually a big difference. Like, is somebody going to be running as a Republican against Emily Skopov? Mm -hmm. I mean, a a Republican incumbent against Emily Skopov? Or is it going to be just literally an open seat next year? But the timing of this is really interesting to me because as you know petitions start on tuesday right so you're not technically running for office regardless of what anybody's heard about any candidates (laughs) right now nobody is running for office until their petitions are submitted uh, valid petition signatures so the fact that he did this right now this was very calculated very planned i mean you know he knew what he was doing right so he knew that if he waited too long another candidate couldn't run right next year because they would be too late for petitions. Right. So, it's just so interesting to watch. I can't wait to see. So,
1: so you another. think that ultimately it's going to come out he's probably going to resign? at some point. That's
0: what I think yeah. because then, I mean, either way, I guess he's handpicking the person who will run as his yeah. successor. right? right. Um, you saw State Representative Bill Kortz just did that yep. this week too yeah. or last week um, where they handpicked the person like, this is right. who I want to take my seat and they wait till the last minute. Representative Courts did it the day that you yeah. had to announce if right. you were seeking the Democratic Party's endorsement, right? right? Yeah. All of this is very calculated <laughs> um, and, and that's not how politics are supposed to work. If people have learned anything in Allegheny County over the past few years, it's that is, no, unfortunately, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But we're working on it. We are. No, and
1: we've certainly I mean, there's such a a, a more well-informed electorate than we had several years ago. I mean, it has to be. I mean, because wins like yours and wins like Sarah's and Summer Lee's, they don't happen unless there's been a change. And those things those things don't go unnoticed, obviously. I mean, we've read about these things for, you know, since they happened, even before they happened. And that's why I think we're seeing. So many uh especially Republican representatives mm-hmm. are stepping down. And I was uh our uh our news partner, the Pennsylvania Capital Star, Penn starcom dot com. They've been tracking these and I think it was uh uh Retirements? Retirements That's what fourteen and counting. Yeah. Um tracking legislative retirement does it
0: have the dr split
1: on that oh, yeah, how many yeah. d's how many r's are retiring do you think i would have a news partner that wouldn't <laughs> have the split bethany god is it steven <laughs> uh this <laughs> is uh i think this is this is a step it's john Meisner. okay um yeah steven is actually uh at the mike turz i think so we will have coverage from steven caruso awesome. here uh mm-hmm. later on today um well i have i mean it's it's uh one two three Four, five, six. it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely more Republican, mm-hmm. but there are more Democrats than actually I sort of realized when I was looking at this yesterday. Yeah, because it uh, wasn't
0: all Republicans. A lot of the things that I had heard, all, a lot of the narrative I had heard is that all these Republicans are retiring. Well, yeah, they are, but yeah. Democrats are too, and right. that's kind of the point. Uh, is Joe that, Petrarca is yeah.
1: retiring, and there's a guy in Erie retiring too,
0: I believe. And don't forget here, Reedshaw Courts, right? That's, that's right. just in Allegheny County. We have two retiring.
1: Right, exactly. And, um. I thought you were talking about Democrats. You said Harry Reid Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, was that a Listen, joke? Listen, <laughs> We got so much to talk about. We, we do. Gotta, I can't but before wait. we continue talking cuz I yeah. do want to talk about all this stuff. Uh-huh. I do want to talk more about our sponsor today, uh, that's Jazz HR. Headquartered in the heart of Pittsburgh, Jazz HR helps you find and hire more qualified candidates faster than ever. With plans starting as low as $39 a month and including best-in-class recruitment tools like interview self-scheduling and candidate texting, Jazz HR is the easiest and most affordable solution to finding your next great hire. Post your job for free today at JazzHR.com. That's www.JazzHR.com um and speaking of job openings i use jazz hr at work yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i oh, do yeah. bethany hallam uh <laughs> <laughs> speaking for jazz client HR. of jazz hr <laughs> yeah, that's great no that's great um so we were talking about ter- oh so i i've actually been and one thing i do want i mean my <laughs> listen never, uh, my feelings on mike terzai are, are very very public and prominent so it's not like i'm i'm you know all of a sudden breaking ground today but breaking news charlie doesn't yeah, like mike ter- terzai <laughs> yeah and mike so Mike Terzai has has I really think like especially the last two maybe I mean he's always, he's always been problematic, mm-hmm. um, in terms of for example, when he put Daryl Medcalf on the government committee and so no as you said, no substantial le- as he right. you know, Daryl Metcalf he himself knew what he was said saying. Yeah, yeah uh, in the last piece I wrote for another publication, uh, he <laughs> said that he was key he, that he would he was preventing all Democratic legislation right. from coming out of committee. Mm-hmm. You know, and at that time, once that happened, everyone called on on, on Terzai to to get rid of Medcalf, just replace him and um it didn't happen, and I think that was Justin. And then there was the whole when we're dealing with the medical marijuana situation. Right. Mike Terzai blocked that. For, well, remember we forever. have an opportunity to get rid of Daryl Metcalf this year. We so, do, yeah. we do. Yeah, we we had Dan Smith on. Go back and look at watch the interview after this one, of course, uh, with our Dan Smith interview from uh, last week, mm-hmm. I believe, or the week before. Sorry, two weeks ago. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's there's a, the other the, the opportunity has has come back uh, to roost on that one. Um, but Mike Terzai also, he's been losing political clout. So this is a story that I've been working on. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all been working on the Mike Terzai stepping down story. He is he retiring. Is retiring. Effective. Washington Does it have an effective date? So according well, to the retiring, Washington Examiner, he is retiring.
0: I would say that means after the term. Yeah. That'd be my interpretation yeah. of that.
1: I would think so. Until I
0: see a date. Otherwise, I would assume that retiring meant finishing out right. my year. Right, not and stepping
1: done. down. Yeah, that's and I, I, I really don't see him... No plans to run oh, for the for 2022... Governor. Oh, for governor. that's the other rumor, is that he oh, going yeah. still run for governor right. in 2022. I think... I know he got in the race, <laughs> the race late last time, but yeah. I think if, you know... No. if I performed like Mike Terzai, I wouldn't run for governor <laughs> Well, either. and
0: also, a, a huge thing is just, like, he is not a friend of public education, right? Yes. And that yeah. is the wrong side to be on for any, I yeah. mean, regardless of what your argument is about right. charter schools and vouchers and everything, right. Mike Terzai is the face of anti-public education, right. exactly. you know? So I think that is an issue that he's lost even more people right. on, you know, regardless, I don't even see that as a partisan issue, yeah. truthfully. I think that a lot of people, regardless of what their political registration is, is that they're pro-public education. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so seeing him just constantly be out there publicly advocating for vouchers right. and charter schools <laughs> right. and less restrictions on charter schools, yeah. I don't think that anybody wants to see that. So right. I agree with you. I think that this is the same as other elected officials who have announced retirement right. this year, is they saw the writing on the walls. Right. They don't want to be like the people that were beaten by myself and Summer Lee and Sarah Inamorado. They don't want yeah. that to go down like that. They want to go out on uh, what they think is a high note saying, right. I'm quitting. Right. I'm done. You don't get right. to beat me. I'm done.
1: Yeah, and it's not, and it's 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 obviously is it but also, so I've been one thing I've been working on is areas like McCandless yes. where you know, look, if anyone who thinks that uh, a state rep or a state senator they just concentrate on their job, it's also in their mind their job to make sure that they have people installed all over that district, and McCannless is one of those, and. Um, over the past two election cycles, his people have been soundly beaten in places like McCandless oh, yeah. and there are other municipalities as well. So I think that he like so he not only saw that, you know, he saw Emily Skopoff coming again, who was who now had name recognition right. as well as a strong candidacy. And, and just she's, she's a great candidate. Um, but he also saw that, you know, he I think he, he I think it's sometimes it's hard for you to see. The writing like you can see it but you don't You, you, you don't, you don't want, want to read to. it right you don't want to read it yes. right And um, I think that we're seeing that now Where you know because it's easy to live in denial Up to a point and then it's just like You right. know there's no way that this is This is going to happen so yeah so Mike Terzai Is retiring um we believe that means at the end of the term are we celebrating i'm celebrating I'm ready, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs>
0: this is a celebratory sure we've got some booze yeah, around yeah. here somewhere yeah bethany
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> oh believe me let me say this there's booze around here somewhere um <laughs> so yeah so that news kind of got us off track a little bit but um so back to you just to kind of close the close the door on 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 the vote mm-hmm. that, that the for um county council presidency yes Again, that I think as some people while some people really ate your lunch over that, I think that it also are shows still eating our lunch. are still yes, eating your lunch. They are. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I'm hungry, so please don't do that. <laughs> Do you think people do that without looking at the totality of the situation? I am positive yeah.
0: of that because and that's actually the biggest point here is this is not a personal thing. It's right. not I liked Pat better than Paul. Right? right? That is not at all what this is about yeah. liking one person better than another person. Like this is this is governing, right? And this is right. making sure that the best person is in place right. to do the best job possible to right. advance the legislation that we need advance to keep us separate from the county executive. Yeah. Like that's what this is about. You know, right. and at the end of the day, let's all work together right. to get stuff done we need eight votes on council to get anything done right we have a 12-3 democrat republican split right now that is amazing unheard right. of right for county-wide like that's that's awesome mm-hmm. and so let's take advantage of this and let's get democrat focused legislation right. passed right let's let's make sure that our platforms are pushed forward, right? And so I think that at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. I I guess I wish that people would have waited to see what comes of this first, right. as opposed to just being like you voted for this person instead of this right. person. Wait to see how we legislate. Wait to yeah. see how we vote on legislation on policy, right. because that's what it's all about. It's not about the people. It's about the legislation that comes out of County Council, right?
1: And and there are p- the people who voted for you. I would assume, you know, they voted for you because you know. Listen, shaking things up doesn't mean doing what's expected right. and, and listen you said I mean, you said that before you even took office and then sure enough you you shook things up And well I would well when I when I saw the vote I was like mm, this is interesting I didn't pass any judgment on it because I knew right. there was there was some kinda you know right. game plan involved in that and so it's it's very much I think that I think that people need to for example um you're chairing the the appointments committee yes um what most people probably don't know is when an appointment comes from the county executive, typically, mm-hmm. it's just they're swept through. Right. There's very little vetting that goes on. I think
0: there's been a couple that have ever not made it. Right. Through. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and,
1: and, and right. And and I'll even say, again, Pittsburgh City Council, there is at least some level of vetting. Right. I mean, and it's, it's so I this is one of those ways if your job, if your goal, which you said it has, which you've said it is, mm-hmm. is to sort of be that counterbalance to the county executive to shake things up a little bit. This is a way to check that um, to check those appro the, those appointments as they come in to you know because I mean ideally I mean a, look a county a county executive or a mayor or or, or, or a speaker of the house they're not going to put people in prominent positions that aren't going to help their agenda right. so that is that's a I mean that's a, probably not something people thought about but. If you if your goal is to really sort of not be a rubber stamp, that's that was the probably the biggest rubber stamp were these appointments. I agree. And so
0: And so I think something else that I, I just noticed different in this situation Mm -hmm. than in other situations that I've seen is right we're two young women myself and Liv Mm Bennett, because it wasn't just me getting you know the heat on Facebook it was Liv right it was the two of us together um which has been nice that we've had each other to support throughout (laughs) all this texting each other sending screenshots you know like we've been we've been dealing with it well together Right. right and so I think what's interesting is like we're two young women who were just elected to a body that historically is older men Right. right, and suddenly all these progressive champions supporters of ours right were dragging <laughs> us, you know yeah so would you have done the same to two candidates that you supported that were, Older men right. or even just men. Right. Right. Is it are we treated differently? Which I mean, I know the answer and it's yes. Right. Are we treated differently because we are women? Right. right. Is live treated differently because she's a black woman? Yes. Am I treated different because I'm a millennial? Yes. Yeah. No way would this situation have been the same Would the same words have been being spoken right. about us if we were two white men. And I'm sure of that. You know, and anybody who wants to disagree with that, show me an instance where the same exact situation has happened to two white male elected yeah. officials, yeah. right? So it's just very interesting to see when we talk about women running for office and how, you know, there's a lot of great groups in Allegheny County and beyond um, across the country that are trying to elect young progressive folks, especially women, to mm-hmm. office um, because we're historically mis- you know underrepresented in right. office. And so to see that this is the push, well, I'm happy to be able to help people now with those mm-hmm. obstacles, yeah. the additional obstacles. As we said, it's one thing to campaign and it's one thing to govern, but it's a whole nother thing being a woman, being a young woman, or yeah. being a black woman in doing the same right. thing. It's a different ball game right. than it is for someone else who would be running. So this is the first example of it. I'm sure it's not the last. Oh no! Oh no! I'm sure that there is plenty <laughs> more. Not the to last. Come. This month, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. This week. <laughs> a little who knows? time left. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's uh, that, that. Of I, I, I absolutely I agree with you. And the other. thing Thing too is um when you have people who are true progressives because okay. and this is uh, watch this awesome segue we're going to do um <laughs> because there are a lot of democrats out there who are claiming to be progressive oh, who yeah. probably couldn't have spelt the word yeah. two years ago before all this was going down um and so when you have true progressives coming forward and those folks see what what a progressive candidate wants does it's like holy shit this is progressive i thought progressive was just saying you were progressive yeah it's just the label you put on your literature when you're knocking the doors right a couple of the a couple of the social issues that that people that most people hear about you know on on in mainstream media um so we actually have a situation like this brewing it's something i'm glad you were coming on this week because i wanted to talk to you about this so in district 30 House district 36 uh, which is uh, covers the South Hills a lot of the South Hills um, Harry Readshaw's district uh, representative Readshaw announced um, a few weeks ago that he was retiring but before he was even retiring he was facing a challenge from Jessica Benham who we've had on our show uh, as well um, Jessica has been running since I think August or September of last year so she's been she's been on the trail for a while and so then um, as we talked about the writing on the wall, You know, so here, you know, Harry Reidshaw obviously knows what's happened to other guys in his position when here comes the young progressive woman who's going to put him to put him to task for his record and on on issues that, again, most progressives and, and young voters feel very strongly about. So he announces his retirement and probably within. It was, within a, it was within a couple of weeks. So anyway, this past Sunday, there was another candidate who stepped forward. Uh, her name is Heather Cass, and you can read all about this on PittsburghCurrent.com. Um, and she stepped forward, and she was endorsed by um, Harry Reedshaw and, um, at the time, um, Pittsburgh City Councilor uh, 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 Anthony Coghill. Mm-hmm. Um, however, after that happened, um, we discovered that there were several Facebook posts um, I mean, Almost instantly. Almost instantly. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I, I think it was I started hearing people started telling me about it sort of. And, I, and then I started receiving some things and then I started looking and found some other things. Um, and um, so you should definitely check out that story. But um, very um, pro Trump, um, there were um, and again, first of all, as a democratic and as a progressive yeah that bothers me but you know i'll allow that should that be the end all be oh well it depends on what where you're yeah no i <laughs> yes, agree but be. for some yes i agree <laughs> but for some folks if they say well i don't want to but yeah no i certainly believe if you're calling yourself a progressive voter or a progressive candidate it, it, it's very hard to say that you mm-hmm. also support donald trump
0: and especially i don't know if you remember when she announced yes um, that she announced what is the local paper called the South Hills Chronicle. Oh, the Southside, South Side Reporter. South Side Reporter, is yes. that what it's called? Yes. So when she announced, her, she put an ad out in the paper, Heather Heather Cass, right? When she mm-hmm. announced, she put an ad on the paper listing her platform position, yeah. right? And it was like, fight the opioid epidemic. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, like, support LGBTQ people. Right. All these things that sounded like progressive values that actually looked like she had taken them from Jess Benham's website. Right, right? exactly. That's what it looked like. Exactly. And so then suddenly... Within a couple of weeks of her even announcing, right. this all started. Happening. Yeah, so I'm
1: sure at that point people were really sort of starting to look at it a little bit. And people, probably people who knew her and people right. who had been Facebook friends with her. Um, so this was all sort of, um, this was all sort of bubbling. And then when, the, not only the public announcement was made um, on Sunday, but when the endorsements came out from Reedshaw and Coghill, um, like I said, my, you know, I'd been hearing about it, but then my phone started really right. lighting up, and so we got the first first bit of stuff that ever that a lot of people got and i don't know if jake can put the pictures up or not but um there were you know um one post for example she railed on people that are on public assistance um and that was her "go Trump" with uh, you know ten or twelve exclamation yeah, points. Yes, So make at sure people end. understand
0: she wasn't yeah, just saying Republican-oriented right. things. Correct. She literally typed "go Trump." Right. In a and Facebook she talked post.
1: about, and I don't, I don't want to misquote <laughs> it, but it was basically, I don't know if she, I don't think she used the word "leeches," but it was something to that nature of lazy. She just definitely, certainly used the word "lazy" yeah. in, in that. Um,
0: and screw Obamacare. Oh yeah, um, screw
1: Obamacare, and and so forth. And then there was another that. Um, that was from the Freedom Works. Uh, the the uh, the, the Hillary uh, Clinton right the Hillary. Yeah. Cl- there was a stop Hillary thing from the Freedom Freedom Works, which is a ultra conservative uh, think tank. Mm-hmm. I think they're funded by the Koch brothers, right? I think. Um, and then um,
0: the last two are the things that yes bothered me. The most. So
1: then, yeah. So then there was one that was pro very. It was pro gun. That was what the. In, in the indi- the indication was at first at first blush, and it's basically an AR-15 rifle dressed up as a unicorn. Looks like a child's toy. Right. Number one, and then there are then there's a then there's the 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 comment that says um, this is not an AR-15. She identifies as a handheld blah blah self defense something. So
0: it was not only a pro gun post, right. but also also an anti LGBTQ post Absolutely. at the same time. Right. So this is coming from someone who claims to be a progressive right. champion. And Then yeah. remember the last one, well, not yes. probably the last, but right. the next. Thing yeah. The,
1: so the next thing, yeah. Oh no, it's yeah, <laughs> it's not the last. No. Um, but but the in the, these and so these are one. These are things that that we uncovered even after the original story came up. So. Her when she when she interviewed with Chris Potter at WSA, one of the things she pointed out to him, and as you said, she was in her ad, mm-hmm. was that she was going to, um, she was going to, she wanted to really fight and work toward, you know, uh, curing or helping the opioid epidemic. Because this
0: is the worst hit community in Allegheny County. It is, yeah, absolutely. This, this is the the community that's struggling the hardest with absolutely. the overdose epidemic that's going on across the country.
1: And so, and then, and very, I, I she said that we needed to be more sympathetic toward addicts Mm -hmm. well so flashback um there were two posts one was uh basically that we're being governed by she basically put what idiots on a post yeah go ahead
0: if if your community um makes needles free
1: Yeah, has needle exchange programs but but bans plastic straws. But bans
0: plastic straws. You're being governed by idiots. That's
1: also a crack at the environment, too. Yes, exactly.
0: So please tell me what piece of anything that was said in these comments is progressive. Right. If anything, I wouldn't even call it conservative Democrat post because we have a lot of dinos in Allegheny County. This is literally Republican talking points.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, and it's literally right. And it's written. And one thing that actually city councilman. Uh, Bruce Krause pointed out to me as he said, and you need to look at, again. Look at these on PittsburghCurrent.com. She uses all caps. It was very, as he said, Trump. very Trumpian in its present in its presentation, mm-hmm. and it really, really was. I mean, it was absolutely the um, the quintessential sort of Donald Trump, you know, uh, Twitter rant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was the last one, which I actually, um, which when again, when you talk about wanting to be more sympathetic toward and i do want to look this up so we we i want to read this one uh verbatim um when you talk about wanting to be more sympathetic toward addicts now the needle exchange obviously is bad enough but when you then when you post uh that's another one and that's another one um okay um Sorry, this one also was about um, this one was also about um, opioid addicts. And this one is anything preaches anything but sympathy toward um, toward um,
0: drug suffering drug ad- addiction. Addiction, uh, right. addiction.
1: Thank you. Um, right. This is bullshit. Freaking junkies get everything. We should just make the drugs legal. Let them OD and less shit in the world. I don't want to hear that I don't know what it is like that people have a sickness. I have been on pain meds for severe health issues for years. I purposely, purposely choose to be on the lowest dosage possible and have never become addicted. So give me a break. And Bethany Hallam is starting to get a vein. In I did not see this one. You didn't see this one. No. Oh, this was in our this was in our last update on Monday night. I am also severely allergic to bees and need to carry the these meds, meaning. It was an original post about an EpiPen's uh-huh. prices. And I have to pay out the ass while junkies get all their shit for free for fucking years. Grow a set and get clean. Oh, my God. I thought you saw this. I I Because I, I, would, I would not have just brought this no, to you No, I'm cold. glad that you did. Because no, I'm yeah. Pissed. But I, yeah. I would have shown it to you beforehand. So <laughs> no, you I had no idea. So for I was those of you enough that, about the, For those of you yeah. that don't know, and I don't know that there are people watching this that probably don't know, right. Bethany Hallam suffered for years from opioid addiction 10 years 10 years mm-hmm. with from opioid addiction um so you know I, the, what what i don't even know how to you know i mean what 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 do you so first of all there's
0: a lot of things to unpack yeah, about that right. comment so the first thing that i would address just because it was the last thing is like the EpiPen thing right yeah so that is often brought up in this conversation sure. because it's oh addicts get narcan for free why is it my right. EpiPen free listen okay they should both be free. Right. Right. So just because your EpiPen is free does not mean in any corner of the world, you should be advocating for Narcan right. not to be, right? More people do not need to suffer. We need less people suffering, okay? Mm-hmm. So I hate that narrative, right. okay? Right, you want your EpiPen to be free? Cool, so do I. Right. But I also want Narcan to be free, and so right. should you, you know? Right. Um, so that's the first thing.
1: Right, stop voting for politicians who yes. take mass amounts of monies from pharmaceutical companies. That's why the EpiPen is... $300, $300 at least, right? right?
0: Yeah, that is why that is, you know? So that's the first piece of that. The second piece is, and this is also another controversial topic when it comes to you know battling uh the overdose epidemic is about you know prescription painkillers right that's how mine started it turned into a full-blown heroin addiction right. after a few years but it started on pills that were prescribed by my doctor for almost two years after n- knee surgeries okay and so the problem is that there are a lot of people in this country especially who need those prescription right. painkillers right so she sounds like she's one of them okay mm-hmm. but don't say i purposely put myself on the lowest dose because that's what i need well a lot of people need to be on the highest dose because right. their pain is worse so this is not what this is about this right. is not how we address the overdose epidemic right making needle exchanges more more accessible right. which there is one in the, there's one in overbrook right yeah, there's a prevention right. point in overbrook so making needle exchanges more more prevalent making um just just services for people more prevalent having mental health professionals show up when there's a 911 call for somebody who's overdosing or who's you know having an episode for, related to their drug use there are so many steps that's two tiny ones but there are so many steps yeah. that we could take to combat this epidemic right. but instead you're going to go on social media and talk all ignorant about things that yeah. you don't know you know your experience are you out knocking doors and talking to other people in your community whose loved ones they've they've lost to this disease no it doesn't sound like it because if you were you weren't you're not going to be talking like that on social media where in contrast Jess Benham has been out for what how many months now and even before that knocking doors for me and other candidates knocking doors for herself talking to people finding out how to be compassionate towards them because she's listening to them when they talk as opposed to just running her mouth on social media so uh, it angers me so much because if People like this are, ser- are are serving their communities in elected office. How dangerous could that potentially be? If this is the narrative that they're using their platform as elected office to spew around, right? You know, like I think that comments like that show more than ever why we need to make sure that you know we work for the Democrats. Right. In the race. Exactly. <laughs> and, and
1: and a lot of a lot of these a lot of these posts have been picked up and shared, but this one to me was the and I again this was one it. that yeah. this was actually one that a that a source. Um, Uh, mentioned, uh, helped us find, um, and it was, you know, that to me was the absolute, I mean, whether you are, I mean, take all the rest of it out, if you can. everything else. That alone is, I mean, because especially when you tell a reporter that you think addicts need to have more sympathy, Mm -hmm. and then not too long ago, you're saying, because I don't think this was a real, real old one. How long? It was 2016. Um, and how then, can
0: you be yeah. an advocate for the people in your community who, like we said, the communities that are struggling right. the worst with the overdose right. epidemic right now live in this district? Right. Okay? So how can you say that you're going to be an advocate in Harrisburg right. for those people whenever you're saying they're worthless and they don't right. deserve any help? Right. They don't, I mean, if anybody who is listening or anybody in the world thinks that anybody wakes up and says, I want to be addicted to opioids today. Yeah. You know, I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know who you've been talking to because nobody wants that for themselves. Nobody wants that for a loved one. Um, You know, I was just talking yesterday with someone about the fact that most people really don't want to be. Using. Right? Right, right. They really do not want to be an active addiction. It's just you're so caught up and it consumes right. your life. And you think this is just how it has to be. They, so so it's about providing services to help people right. not, you know, making drugs illegal or right. not criminalizing addiction right. or not all the things that we're doing right now. Right. We need to make sure that we're offering resources, right? And yeah. we're spending more health on mental health diagnoses because, in reality, most people who are suffering from addiction are actually dual diagnosed with some sort of mental health right. diagnosis as well, you know? So uh, this whole narrative that she's trying yeah. to push here is is not just disgusting. It is dangerous. Yeah. And right. people will die because of this yes. if she is elected to office.
1: And, again, if you read this post, and it's, I, I keep hammering this one home, This literally what she said should happen to solve the problem. This is freaking junkies get everything. We should just make the drugs legal. Let them OD Mm. and less shit in the world. So you in my opinion, you don't go from that to let's be more sympathetic in two years and still. Yes. Still not have. I mean. There are some things you can't, well, you can't unsay anything. And
0: don't tell me you had an epiphany about every single thing that you are just that you read, <laughs> right. right? You just had 20 epiphanies over the right. past two years and just right. drastically right. changed your right. view of the world. Because these are moral things. Right. This isn't about education, right. right? Unfortunately, it's not. These are moral issues. Yeah. But if this is how you feel that people suffering from addiction should die, I have zero sympathy for you. Yeah. And I don't care, you know, the same argument about people getting Narcan, you know, like, when is enough enough? Never. Because right. I know people who have been Narcan once and they get clean, change their life around. I know people that it took them 20, 30 times of rehab in jail. I mean, I'm the perfect example. I went to rehab a handful of times. I went to jail almost a dozen times, you know, and it took all those times right. for me to get clean. So uh, you can't put a time limit. Some people get clean when they're 15. Some people get clean when they're 70. Right. I mean, so to, I have no sympathy for people who cannot see things from right. that point of view.
1: And, um, also, to so, uh, it gets me really. Work. No, I know. And I <laughs> can see it on your face. Like yeah. I said, no. Yeah. And again, that was one that we, we did sort of a final a final write through mm-hmm. on Monday night. And that was um, it was well after the other story had been circulated a ton that that we, we found these. And so, um, yeah, it's just been um, it was like I said to me, it was it was the absolute. Not the worst. Yes, the worst, but also the most telling. Not just yes. the worst, but the most telling the most of a. Of, of, and of like I said, there's
0: more. Right. Because before the article came out, I mean, just as a friend of mine, right, we had been sure. creeping on this girl's social sure. media since we right, like, right, yeah. heard the rumors that she was going to be running for the right. seat. There's there's more. Maybe ones that aren't as, as telling, like you said. Right. Um, but there's more where that came from. This and isn't a couple one-off comments. Right.
1: And in the totality of the situation, right. um, you know, there's... Um, You know, it's, it's just, it's all, and I do want to, I do want to say that we had, we ran, we had the update last night. She is not leaving the race as of yet. Yeah, we, uh, she, she posted on Facebook last night, Mm -hmm. uh, that she's going to stay in the race. Um, and that, um, something, it was, it was, I guess it was sort of an apology. Pittsburghcurrent.com, you can check out, you can read that apology there, as well as you can read the list of questions that I sent her. I, 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 I was in contact with her, with her originally. Mm -hmm. When I first saw the post and we had just a little bit of she gave me, you know, said contact me. And by that by that evening, when I was going to contact her, everything is sort of blown up. Anthony Coghill had withdrawn his support. We still don't know where Harry Reidshaw stands on that. Um, Again, we're we're, we're looking into that if he still supports her because, again, she's staying in the race. Um, So the
0: nice thing about this is elections, right? Yes. So the people yeah. ultimately right. get to decide. Right. But the first thing that needs to happen is the Democratic committee members in this district right. need to decide. And that's what I am right. looking forward to and seeing.
1: This is you know what, I feel like this is a very well tuned to podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> but before we talk about that, uh, you like music, don't you, Bethany I Howell? love music. Don't miss a skeptical extravaganza of special significance live with the cast of the popular podcast series, This Is Not Music, A Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, <laughs> live at the Rex Theater, this is a good show, on January 31st. Uncover the biggest scientific mysteries of the world. Get your tickets today at www. dreskeyent. dot com. www. When I have a Dresky read, I just assume it's music. But this is we actually, we actually, uh, we actually promo this in our last issue Yeah, It's it's, it's, uh, it's a great podcast for those of you that have not listened. Yeah. Um, but yes. Um, but Bethany Howell likes music. We were able to get to the bottom yeah, of that Yes, so I do like music. Do you in like podcasts? Do you like podcasts, Bethany The current podcast yeah. I like Oh, thanks. No,
0: but I do really like podcasts, so yeah, like I have a hard great. time figuring out when to listen to them. Yeah. Right? So it's usually at my computer, so when I'm not in my computer, I yeah. haven't yet figured out like I know there's some app on your This is so right. unmillennial of me, right. but I know there's some app on my, <laughs> my <laughs> iPhone where I can listen to podcasts. Yeah. Right? So I haven't yet... Done on that but i do it like when i'm at work yeah i'm um, getting worked on i listen to the podcast right while i'm there but
1: yeah, yeah no i uh I, I i sadly like i think i feel like podcasting is one of those things where um it allows us to make bad decisions that aren't going to harm <laughs> anybody else i listen to pro wrestling and video gaming podcasts oh, mostly great. yeah it's wow. it's i would right. have
0: not expected that actually really Pro wrestling and video gaming. Well, so
1: pro wrestling is from like way back, and I was out of it for a while, but then it kind of started coming back. And um, other like younger millennials that I that I've worked with, uh-huh. they're a lot of them very much like where well, they're into wrestling now. And wow. so yeah, so that kind of got me reintroduced a little bit. And now though, I just listened to like podcast about like wrestling from when I was a kid, like you know all this old kind of stuff. Wrestling was cool All-time when I was a
0: kid too, like yeah. uh, Triple H and the Undertaker and all that. Yeah. That's when I was growing up. Yes, but now it's like. It's different. It's all different it is. people now, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, that's my thing. It's like but Ronda you know. Rousey is in wrestling yes, now, right? Because I love wrestlers. Ronda Rousey. Uh. I actually, my boyfriend and I have this conversation all the time. Uh, he thinks that he could beat Ronda Rousey in a fight. Really? Oh my gosh! And so I thought it was just him. <laughs> so it turns out most men think that they can yeah. beat professional women like professional athletes that are women at their sport at their sport oh my gosh I don't know if you saw the video with it was either Venus or Serena Williams and was going against guys playing tennis and she Mm -hmm. like smashed I mean she hit it once and she smashed on them they couldn't go anywhere near it but yeah Yeah. my boyfriend is convinced so Ronda Rousey if you're listening please come fight my boyfriend yes um, because we have a wager on this wow so I'm hoping we could do like a charity event or something like everybody bring your significant others let them fight Ronda Rousey yes and raise money for a
1: good cause see I don't the Pittsburgh Current could be involved i would definitely the sponsor the but I'm, i ain't getting in the ring that's for <laughs> sure and i've met your boyfriend he doesn't seem punchy to me but he must have something a little loose if he thinks that's he can, what i'm saying yeah. i
0: think that it's just i think that it's a guy mentality right. first that of all
1: you'd, ne- you'd never touch her she's so fast oh
0: my gosh she'd have you in seconds yeah i agree yeah. but anyways that's what that's what i think of when i think of wrestling all the time because <laughs> i'm thinking arousing. now that she's in wrestling right maybe you know she's out of mma maybe she'd be willing to come we've play. been looking
1: to do some events maybe we can see if ronda rousey wants to come and kick some local please let me know <laughs> I, I will am i am will we'll do a i'll mc yeah, it that would be like great.
0: this would be it's a great <laughs> idea so ronda let us know <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah though no, that would be great i would love to do that um so getting back to the committee stuff and, and this is sort of like i feel like we've been sort of building yeah. toward this kind of the whole week cause and, 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 and you know this is kind of
0: something that's very yes. uh close and yeah. personal Issues. to So me, yeah.
1: so uh, Heather Cass also on that day that she announced she announced that she was also um uh going for the Democratic uh, Allegheny County Democratic Party not, uh, uh, endorsement. Mm-hmm. Um and so she I would have she paid her money. She's now on the list to be endorsed. And it's and not cheap. It's not cheap. It's I think $2500 $2, $2, $2, for, for state reps and just to sort of fill it out. It's it's 5000 for state senators and it's 10000 for um for congressional seats. And so um are
0: people f- familiar with the endorsement process? should we like explain yeah, go them, ahead like, and like how a little, that works yeah. kind of? But, so you if you're a candidate you're seeking office, you do not have to apply for the party endorsement, right. okay? So the Democratic Party, you have to pay a fee to apply to seek the party's endorsement, and then you have to pay another fee if you get the party's yeah, endorsement. Right. And then in the general election, you, if you are the Democrat, regardless of if you got the endorsement in the primary or not, there's only one Democrat left, you have to pay again. So wow. that is three fees assessed to you.
1: The same fee normally? The or same do fee they
0: three times. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So like mine was $1,500 mm-hmm. uh, for my county council race. Um, I think like judges and other countywide candidates were $10,000 yeah. too. So, and then, but even more importantly, well, I don't know if it's more importantly, but statewide candidates, right? They had to pay, I think theirs was ten thousand dollars last year. We had like superior court race. Uh, they had to pay ten thousand dollars to seek it. Wow. And now remember this is one out of sixty-seven counties yeah. in the whole state. So if every county were to operate as Allegheny County Democratic Committee does, that's what I don't what is that? Six hundred and seventy <laughs> thousand. Don't, I, don't <laughs> do, I don't do math. Six hundred and seventy thousand yeah, dollars a lot just of money. in just endorsement fees. Right. So the argument is that this money is taking away from money that the candidates could spend to beat Republicans, right? right. So we, I think that it's controversial. It, no, oh, it's itself. it's yeah. very controversial, and, and it has
1: been for years. And
0: you saw some candidates, like, I know Jerry Dickinson is running for Congress. Yes. He came out publicly and said, I'm not paying it, and here's why. Yeah. Um, there were multiple candidates last year who didn't pay yeah. it, too.
1: And the thing about the Jerry Dickinson thing is, interesting. now, again, congressional, $10,000 for congressional. It's rate. a
0: lot of money.
1: He has the money. He yes, has the money in his campaign coffers. Mm-hmm and he's decided not to pay that mm-hmm. and you know it's number one it's a lot of money and number two y- you can also see the writing on the wall a lot of times about whether or not you're actually going to get this nomination right. and so um but also even if you know you're like for example right. i knew right. that
0: there was probably not a chance in hell that i was going to get the nomination right. i did not get the endorsement right, right? but um you I well, got 44% yeah. of the vote countywide of committee people, right? And so that kind of made people who were not already paying attention to my race who kind of, I mean, I mean, most people wrote me off, said yeah. I had no chance of winning. You hear that often with progressive challengers, right? And so it kind of made people pause and pay attention and be like, okay, this is a real contender. Maybe we should take her seriously. Because mm-hmm. again, woman in politics, young woman in politics, right. hard for people to take you seriously. Um, but so I think that that kind of sent a message. But I don't blame Jerry at all. It's especially when we've seen time and time and time again, um, Elected officials who did not were not the endorsed Democrats who go on to win their primary and then win their election. I mean, there's some big can there's some big elected officials just in the area who back in the day even weren't the endorsed candidates. Right. Like I know Michael Lamb had told me a story about when he wasn't the endorsed candidate. I forget if, if it was for mayor or what it was for. Right. But he wasn't the endorsed candidate, and look where he is now. He's right. you know running a pretty awesome campaign for auditor, auditor general. general. Right. Um. I think Chelsea Wagner was not an endorsed candidate. That is correct. Ran. So there's a lot of these people who are in very prominent positions. Bill Peduto's. Right Bill so Peduto, okay, exactly. Yeah. So there's just... a lot of prominent elected officials. So this isn't even just a new thing. This isn't just right. about the progressive challengers. It's just the does the endorsement have the weight that right. it's
1: supposed to have or that supposedly right. has, right? Right. Right. And, and is it is the process something that needs to be looked at in terms of because again, it's it's a, lot, a it's a lot of money. B, you know, a lot of people when they don't go for it. Again, in Jerry Dickinson's case, it seems to be as much a philosophical stand as as anything else but there are folks who just were like i'm I'm not gonna get it why am i gonna play your game you know because if i win which your endorsement might not help even if i'm in the endorsement and i lose that probably isn't gonna help me that much unless i put a great numbers like you did obviously
0: right but also what a lot of people don't realize is this is we're still it's january okay yeah. so the money was due was it sunday or something the money yeah. was just due. right this is very early in the election season you know right. in the grand scheme of things like not people have been campaigning for months now, but so this is really early. So to have $25 just chilling that you don't need, right, you know, to exactly. just give to the party, right. to seek an endorsement again. So so if you lose the endorsement, right, you're in a challenge primary, you pay your $2,500 to seek the endorsement for as a state rep, and you lose, that $2,500 in theory is now used to help your opponent win the primary. Right. Because exactly. it's used exactly. to print slate cards right. um, and different things like that, you know, to support different initiatives to help the endorsed slate right. win. Right. So you just waste. Money that you could have used, especially twenty five hundred dollars in a state rep race, you could buy enough literature to knock your whole district two times over. You know what I mean? That is a lot of money
1: when we're talking about what it could buy you instead. And the other thing, if you're a committee person who votes for this, you're not supposed to. I mean, you're so whoever the endorsed candidate is. I mean, (laughs) we talk about this. You're supposed to back that endorsed candidate, regardless of whether or not you support that candidate or if you ran against that candidate or whatever. And so we had this happen. I don't know if you heard about this. The Lisa Middleman race for... Oh, uh, no, tell me, Did you hear about this? Allegheny County um, District Attorney. Um, So this is different, though.
0: Because this is in the general. Sure. In the primary is the only time the endorsement. Do you know what I mean? So this is very confusing because you actually cannot do that. You
1: can. But they weren't happy about folks coming out
0: For Lisa, because in the general, so the bylaws say, the county bylaws say you must support the endorsed candidate, right? Right. So the endorsements only matter in the primary, because after the primary election, you're no longer the endorsed Democrat, you're the Democratic nominee. And there you
1: assume, you know, who you're going to vote for.
0: Exactly. So as a committee member, you cannot, as of now, support a non-Democrat. That is the only thing you're actually not allowed to do. But the issue was, like, when... Teron was running for Correct. district attorney yep. where he was the non-endorsed or me
1: or right.
0: Sarah or Summer or live better. Yeah. I mean,
1: go back to Bruce Krause on city council. Exactly. I mean, there's so All many these
0: people. And so committee members for I mean, I've been a committee member for five years, six years now. Yeah. And we were always told that you must support the endorsed candidate. So my committee tried to kick me off um, in 2018 when Sarah Anamirano was running against Dom Costa. Right. He was the endorsed candidate. She was not. I was very publicly supporting her. I was knocking Mm -hmm. doors. I was posting pictures on social media with her. I was very publicly doing it, not hiding it. And they tried, filed, you know, it's called like an ad hoc committee that they do, but like filed charges within the party against me for doing that and tried to remove me. Right. And so it turns out you cannot do that. So that's kind of where this argument happens is people thought that they had to at least seek it because if they didn't if they weren't endorsed committee, people couldn't help them. Right. But that's not the case. And we proved that, you know, and right. former solicitor of the party, who's no longer with the party, but the former solicitor of mm-hmm. the party made that very clear that you can do whatever you want in the primary. After the primary, you need to support the Democrat. Right. But even that, I would argue, as we saw with the district attorney's right. race, right, is the perfect example of yeah. the fact that, but is that always the best candidate? And, you know, I don't even think that answers. I know that answer is not yes. That's right. not always the best candidate, <laughs> right. right? Especially like with a lot of the old school politics of Allegheny County is a lot of the times the d- official Democrat in the race isn't the one who stands up most for the Democratic values. Right. Our, de- our ideals right. as a Democrat.
1: Yeah. And this might shock a lot of people, but but sometimes people get the nominee just because they've been around a long time. No way, Charlie. That's what I hear. You know, I've been around no. a little bit. And I've, I've seen it happen once. We or, wouldn't do that. I've, heard, I've, heard, I've seen it happen once or 10,000 times. Um, in my twenty years <laughs> around here, um, so yeah, but yeah, and so that's the thing. So then you have the Lisa Middleman campaign that comes up after a strong campaign. Right, yeah. it was a strong, it was a strong independent campaign, uphill battle from day and, one as an independent while right, straight
0: party voting was is, was still around. You right,
1: know? yeah, exactly, exactly. And well, I mean, we could talk about that. We're not going to be able to talk about no. that because we're running out of time. But um, that's um, you know that's a, that's a great thing. And the party was not happy that many oh. high profile Democrats came out. And I think I think you're probably going to see that in the Mike Doyle congressional race. You're gonna see that I think in several where you're probably gonna depending on what happens in the in the Jess Benham or the 36th district race for Jess with Jess Benham, you may see that there. Now again, that I, I think I think if that happens, I think that I think that there's probably going to be. I think the the silent mutiny or the silent uh, oh, that's undercurrents, started. right? Is, is just going to blow up so, in the. But County the Party. problem
0: is, like for people like me, who I'm a Democrat through and through. You know, my all my family members are. I grew up yeah. that way. Like it's it's just what I believe in, right? And so I want the Democratic Party to be effective. Yeah. But I am not going to sit aside and watch it when it supports candidates who aren't in my eyes. Real Democrats who right. don't stand up for what we are supposed to value. So I think that that's important. That I, I'm sure I'm not alone in that. You know, I mean, right. I know I've talked yeah. to other people who feel that way. Other committee members, even, who feel like the Democratic Party that we have right now isn't where we should be. Mm-hmm. And we see the Republican Party is always so unified, right? They raise money as a party and they give it to their candidates. We, right. the Democratic Party, make our candidates raise money and then give it to the party, <laughs> right. right? So it's just kind of like, how right. do we continue to make sure that the Democratic Party is relevant, not just in Pittsburgh? or Allegheny County, but across the country if we're not willing to come together. We are so fractured. We have the conservative faction. We have, you know, um, the Democratic Socialist faction. And then we have those people who are somewhat in the middle, right? But those are three factions just within one party, right? right? Yeah. we would be so much stronger if we could all just come together, you know, and instead of criticizing the left wing Democrats and saying that we're the ones that are ruining right. the party. Is it maybe possible that right. it's the conservative <laughs> Democrats that are doing that, yeah. that are making these endorsements unre- irrelevant, yeah. that are made, that are putting forth candidates who the people don't feel represent yeah. them. I tell people all the time: if you go to the ballot box and you don't see someone that represents what you stand for there, yeah. don't vote for them. You run against them, right? Right. Exactly. So that's that's what I tell people all the time. But it seems that the party is getting more and more right. to that lines that a lot of these candidates just aren't representing the values yeah. of their district, let alone the party anymore.
1: And I think a lot of these a lot of these people and a lot of these candidates are thinking that eventually this sort of the 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 journey left is going to die out or or go away and they're eventually going to go back to their old ways. But Let's look at the Tea Party. Let's (laughs) look at at the alternate... Let's look at the other side of this. Um, You don't hear about the Tea Party now because the Tea Party is is now the Republican Party. Correct. And so eventually, it's going to happen. I agree. You know, it, it has to happen. It started. It, it, it has happening. started. It's right? yeah. happening. How long that takes is going to be the question. Right. I think we've set a record for the Pittsburgh Current podcast length. If not, we're close. But we oh. have to go a little longer because yes. I want to talk to you about completely non-political story. Oh, yeah. I want to talk <laughs> about how you saved a young duck's life <laughs> <laughs> during the football season. Um, yeah. So it's a boy it's a it's a, it's like a long sort of story of how it got how it got to you and it's all bethany's
0: fault yeah it's yeah. all bethany
1: <laughs> bethany rube
0: jake's fault
1: it started with jake okay and then it let me let me get you up to the point where bethany okay. came into this so it was there it was uh, the weekend of the arizona card in arizona the arizona uh, arizona game um jake miss Livchick, our visuals editor is on his way to phoenix to cover the game hi jake um hi, hi jake um <laughs> Jake gets a text from none other than uh uh, uh Duck uh, What's his last Hodges. name? Hodges. Duck Hodges. The quarterback. <laughs> the quarterback. <laughs> well, no. The former, the former quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> the <laughs> former quarterback. Duck Hodges. Oh, no. okay. Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. Text Jake uh, through kind of like it was sort of like a a a connection that was made, and Jake is you know I, taking pictures I, all season. I send a photo. We send each yeah. Other he sends photos, photos to I send him. Stuff, uh, I'm not saying but, that. you Listen, calm down. I know you know Duck <laughs> Hodges. I'm telling.
0: I'm trying to elaborate. The I don't know. I know. I know. So
1: it's basically it was it was the special. What was that called? The cleats. It was uh, my, my cleats. Cause, my claws. Cleats. Yeah. My, cause. my
0: claws. My, my claws, claws. My <laughs> claws. My <laughs> cleats. My claws. where they paint on them? like yes. They pick a foundation that they're going to raise money for, and then they have an artist who paints on the correct like, yeah his were really cool actors. yeah 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 oh how would you know so
1: um so the jake the, what duck wanted was for someone to bring jake his shoes however jake was getting on a plane soon so that didn't work out so jake then relayed to uh, bethany rue the associate publisher of the pittsburgh current about what happened and bethany rue knew that bethany hallam had not yet left for arizona and sh- that was meant so then bethany contacted you jay contacted duck and then so tell me <laughs> about how there's so how much this more to this well yeah go like, ahead take take so up like
0: you know bethany's full of shit a lot right right I mean? oh yeah so like I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she yeah. i knew that she was in arizona because she posted a picture and that's how she found out i was going because i commented and i was like hey me and george my boyfriend yeah. we're coming down yeah. like let's have fun right yeah and yeah.
1: you knew bethany was already relaxing
0: i i saw Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> so I saw that so she that's how she even knew that I was coming down right right and so I'm sitting I'm taking this local government academy class for newly elected officials so I'm sitting in this room with a bunch of people who most of them don't really give a shit about right. politics at all okay unfortunately but I'm sitting there and I get a text from Bethany saying hey have you have you uh left yet Duck forgot his cleats and I'm like okay Bethany how much, how much have you been drinking it's right. like 11 a.m right. right and so I I'm like telling so then I'm freaking out and I'm showing people who are sitting, you know, beside me in this class, like, oh my God, like, like she wants me to take Duck Hodges' cleats And everybody's like, Who's Duck Hodges? <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh God, this isn't the place to tell. So I start texting my boyfriend. He also thinks that I'm ma- completely right. full of it. And so then Bethany's like, Can I give him your number? She's like, Let text Jake or so I forget what happened. And then suddenly I get a text that says, Hey, this is Devlin Hodges. How are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> So then I think it's Bethany or Jake, like, pranking (laughs) right? you know? So I'm taking screenshots, sending them to my boyfriend. He still thinks it's... Yeah. Like We went out and got burner phones. Yeah, Yeah. everybody got burner phones. I got a track phone. (laughs) Yeah, because you guys know. Like, I'm a big yinzer, right? You are. This is, like, my dream come true, you know? (laughs) Like, I've always wanted to meet him. So all of a sudden, um, I'm like... He's like, yeah, can my roommate bring the cleats over to your house? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, just expecting that, like, Bethany's going to FaceTime me and tell me it was all rude. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? So then... Uh... George gets home from work. I'm still at my class. And he says that a guy knocks on the door and it's he has the, a box <laughs> with cleats in it. He's wow. like, hey, I'm Devlin's roommate. Like, are you George? <laughs> 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 wow. So then George finally believed me, comes to pick me up and was like, guess what I have? And like had the cleats wow. in a box. It was so cool. So then I put them in a special backpack. Like I have them wrapped in the bubble wrap. Like Duck texts me. He's like, don't worry. You can take them out of the box. Because I was trying to figure out how to take them in this right. big box in my luggage. That I already had packed, right. ready to go, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I'm like, I'm carrying them, I'm like holding them,
1: right? <laughs> so you <taking laughs> care of them. carry on, right?
0: If, if I mess this up and the Steelers lose the game, it's my fault, yeah, you know. And so I wasn't even trying to tell anybody about it until after the game was over, like just in case, yeah. And so then we won, and then it was all exciting, and then I had this great story to tell, and nobody believed. Wait, well, Alper, I right. I'll, I'll pull up the picture on the screen now. Yeah, that's look that's photo at proof that picture. So that's that's my boyfriend on the left, and then me, and then. And that's Doc. And then, oh, that's my friend Tommy, who lives in Phoenix. Yeah. So he was picking us up from the airport, and I tell him, hey, we gotta stop at the Sillers Resort because yeah. we have to give Duck Hodges his cleats. And so he he's from Pittsburgh, right? right? So he's of course like, okay, yeah. Bethany, I haven't seen him in 10 years. Yeah. I haven't seen this kid in 10 years. And I show up and I'm like, let's go meet Doc Hodges. Yeah, he's I like, just give me the
1: gas money. You don't yeah, have to pull exactly. this bullshit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he did not believe me until literally that picture was taken wow. that we pulled up and Doc was there. And he was just like a regular guy. Yeah. He was was so cool. He like spent time with us. That's he was awesome. like, "Oh, you guys want a picture?" I was like, "I didn't even think to ask it because I right. was so nervous and so excited." <laughs> right. Oh yeah, it was awesome, and it's all because of Jake and
1: Bethany. So. And that was actually that was the apex of Duck's career. Uh, it was because the apex of mine so a- <laughs> as well. <laughs> because I, 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 at any point did you think that we went to the we went to the extremes of actually painting up some shoes? No, no, no. <laughs> once I saw the shoes I
0: believed it, but but completely honest, yeah. up until the point that the shoes were actually at my house, I totally thought Bethany right. was messing with me cuz I knew that her and Jake both had the same sense of humor. They both yeah. knew that I would buy it. Like I right. truthfully thought it was a coordinated campaign to just like mess with me. Yeah. But it
1: and, wasn't. Then, and then and then I think Jake texted me and I think he said bethany's taking the shoes and i'm like i thought bethany was already in uh already phoenix. had shoes and or i thought bethany was already in phoenix and he said no bethany how and i said you know what I, th- I was working on the issue i'm like you just gotta explain this to me on monday because I, <laughs> this is too much for me to take in while i'm trying to lay out pages so yeah it was, uh, and then so they was won. Really cool. yeah they won there's won.
0: me and bethany had fun in arizona yeah, yeah. and then
1: a week later in a week Duck le- was i know
0: I was at that game too. Unseated were you? I was in uh we went out to New Jersey for the Yeah, the New York game. game,
1: yeah. Yeah. So driving home six and a half hours <laughs> after a loss uh. like that, yeah. You just try and like oh you remember that time we had duck shoes and we flew them down there that was, yeah, that was a good time the so apex of our those career. were the apex of our <laughs> career <laughs> <laughs> bethany hallam this is the apex of our podcast no that's no, the this this is the, the end finale. the apex
0: was somewhere in the was middle, somewhere yeah. in the
1: <laughs> middle i think yeah um, i'm not a writer or anything i don't i don't use words i do want to thank our sponsor today jazz hr headquartered in the heart of pittsburgh jazz hr helps you find and hire more qualified candidates faster than ever www.jazzhr.com www jazzhr.com bethany thank you for coming by today it was a lot of fun thank you for joining us on the pittsburgh current podcast and we will see you next week
0: bye A better alternative
1: Giving Pittsburgh A better alternative Yeah <laughs> Extra, extra, reading the issue Raw news, unapologetic, no tissue Catch the wave, the flow first, a certain Nothing put you in like a Pittsburgh